0: Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 86 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We are bringing you this episode on August 8th, 2022. I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my uh, co-host.
1: It's Sterling oh sterling uh, man.
0: I, I fucked up, man, I fucked up.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, yeah, Today, uh, we watched a, a movie that probably has some of the most uh, colorful uses of uh, the F-word.
2: It truly does, um, man.
0: Ever uttered in a film. Uh, Scarface from 1983. This movie's almost 40 years old. It's kind of hard to believe. But Jeez. also, like it looks very much like a movie of its time. Yes, of course. I feel like it's one of the definitive...
1: Time stamps.
0: Yeah, like one of the definitive movies of the decade.
2: It definitely, sure. is. definitely
1: is. Definitely. It inspired a lot of fashion, a lot of fashion, a lot of culture,
0: a lot of things in pop culture. Um Especially uh, if, you're later.
2: A,
1: if
0: you're a Grand Theft Auto fan, this is definitely the my city, biggest my, one ins- of my favorites. It's my favorite Grand Theft Auto game for sure. I'm an old man. I haven't played these new ones. Um But yeah, it also had a really a uh, strong influence on Breaking Bad to the point where there's two uh, actors who are in this movie who would be featured kind of prominently on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul.
1: Wow. Um, and it is heavily inspired rap. Yes, so, so much inspired rap. In fact, it's ridiculous. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> rappers Montana. who just call themselves who just
0: call themselves Scarface. Yeah,
1: Tony Montana. And Fr- that Future, song. you know who you are, Tony Future. Montana.
0: Tony Montana. Yeah, one of the greatest it's, songs in rap history. But yeah, this movie, uh, it's what you would call a cult movie because uh, it did not do very well. Uh, it's
1: crazy to think about because how popular it is
0: now. Yeah. Uh, I think it just was probably because it wasn't very. I don't think it was marketed very well. It was almost given an X rating.
1: They probably made so much money on like DVDs and VHSs. Oh, and the merchandise. This
0: movie has been heavily merchandised. Posters alone. I had Scarface posters. Every single white I was a
1: kid. Italian man had to have. I'm not that Italian.
0: And it's not even, you know, it's not about Italian gangsters.
1: I know, but
0: Tony Montana's played by an Italian, yes. Al Pacino, of the course. Italians
1: like to adopt him.
0: Yes. And, I mean, seems like, uh, you know, African-American, you know.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, um, The African-Americans do also approve of Tony Montana, Lee. <laughs> I do also agree that the African-Americans <laughs> love yeah. the Tony. They love Tony Montana, Yeah. <laughs> Lee is... They love this movie. Lee's good at politics.
0: I'm not. Um, But no, it really, like, there's actually... I remember there was, like, a special edition, like, DVD. And there was a documentary about, like, the sort of cultural influence... On like basically like the hip hop scene,
1: bro. Oh, easily like off the top of my head, I listen to these songs near daily. There's one song that starts off with just that speech of just like all I have, all I have in, in this, this world, world is, is my, my word bar- and my, my balls. balls, and then it starts from there. It's like my balls, my balls, my balls, just and then repeats it repeats that, and then it just the guy starts going in a rap, rapping about like I don't know, whatever, something, but it's a good song. <laughs> it's like, too yeah, high and stupid to there's,
0: know, you know to Even to this day, they're still referencing Scarface.
1: Uh, Nicki Minaj does that, like, you want a bad guy. She does that little speech in one of her songs. Yeah, and
0: This is a huge influence on, I guess, what they would call
2: gangster.
1: Like, such happen. a range. Because the one guy I'm talking about that does the no balls thing... It's like modern, more modern-day rap. Yeah. And then Nicki Minaj is like all the way back from like 2000. This, she did this song, was like 2012, 2011. And then you could probably think of references even sooner than that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> bless you, Lee. Lee sneezes. Oh, everyone, Lee sneezes. Bless him. Oh, Lee sneezes again. So everyone, bless sorry, him. sorry,
0: everybody. I uh, did a few lines of um, some powdered sugar.
1: and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. In uh, honor of the movie that we watched. Yes. Not really. (laughs) Oh, God. Way to make it sound like definitely we didn't. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Steve Urkel it up right there. Nah, just kidding.
0: Uh, But, yeah, I guess uh, maybe I should kind of give a little rundown of what this movie's about. Um, So, weirdly enough, a lot of people don't really know this, but this, or, yeah, a lot of people don't really know it, but this movie is actually a remake. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's a remake of a film from uh, the 1930s, which is also called Scarface. Uh, That Mm -hmm. movie is apparently a more, what it is, I think, is like a fictionalized uh, biographical film about Al Capone.
1: That makes sense. Because his
0: nickname was Scarface.
1: Because he had a scar on his face, right? Mm -hmm. His lip.
0: Kind of like under his cheek cheek or something. something, But you know what was funny? He hated that nickname. But you know what nickname he really did like? <laughs> snorky. Snorky? Because I think back then, snorky meant, like, spiffy. You know, you looking snorky today,
1: buddy. What a dumbass. Why this why was like the 1920s, That's why his empire crumbled from ta- because of tax evasion, and he died of gonorrhea. Syphilis. So he Here. lost his mind. Good, he died from a curable disease, so fuck him.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this movie takes things into uh, the uh, 1980s drug trade when uh, Miami was becoming a beacon of what? You're pointing at me.
1: Well, because it just made me think... Because what you just said, you said, like, oh, this one like updates it, brings it to the 1980s with their remake. And Lee let me know while we're watching this, they're remaking it again. Is it also modernizing it? Yes, I okay, believe. Okay, I'm retarded then. Because the whole time since you said that, I thought they're going to base it in the 80s. I don't know for sure. Like it was going to be could. a shot for shot remake. They could do that. I hope they don't. I really hope they. I hope do. they modernize it because that's what I like. Where the Maybe remakes you can start
0: off in the eighties with him as like a kid or
1: something or some whatever. If you want to do that, whatever. But like, if you're gonna do remakes, I think, in my opinion, they should not be just let's just make the whole, the same movie again, but make it dark. Like you, you need to. You, kind of sh- you should modernize kind of. it. Yeah, I know, but you should modernize it so the audience can have more things in common with it. Like, if you don't have cell phones, and all this people are just like. You know, like, if a modern audience is watching a movie like Scarface, you're just like, why doesn't he have his cell phone? Oh, it's the 80s. You just constantly think about, like, how inconvenient it was back then. Like, he's just shooting people in the street, and they're just going to go, ha, 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 just drive away, get away with it. Yeah. Like, you know, nowadays, you know, like, he'd be in jail within minutes. Like, they just click, 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 and he'd be like, fuck, Like. Like, it's just, I don't know. I'd like to see the work, how they work around that. Because I think, like, nowadays, crime has to be more, like. On the D-low. Like, yeah, like, more dark and, like, yeah, underground. Like, just, like, you don't, you let send, it, you don't do that out in the open. You gotta send assassins. Yeah, it's gotta be more, and you send, like. People who hide in the shadows. And then if they do it, it's, like, and they start doing with the cartels and shit, like, they can make it dork. Yeah. Because they were dark back then, but they weren't, like, it's chopping up now. people yet. It's like
0: what "No Country for Old Men" is about. Displaying their
1: heads along the highways.
0: Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, this movie uh sort of deals with uh this is there's a documentary. It's called "A uh, Cocaine Cowboys." Mm. Um, this was a huge like era. Joe Rogan talked
1: about that all the time.
0: It's a really great documentary. Actually, it's really interesting if you're in if uh, you're into that kind of like organized crime stuff. Um it was a crazy time, you know, yeah. just people just smuggling drugs. people making so much money. The Colombian mafia or Colombian like cartels, cartels were just like they owned everything. They were just mur- uh, yeah, they were basically uh, murdering people in the streets, having gang wars. It was nuts. Uh so this movie sort of takes place in that world.
1: And the government like lost control
0: for a minute, yeah. And uh, yeah, this, it deals with uh, a Cuban refugee named Tony Montana, mm-hmm. uh, played by the great Al Pacino in one of his uh, finest performances. At the
1: time, it seems like it's like a political move by Fidel, just dump thousands yeah. of political prisoners. that's what prisoners. they sort of explain
0: in like, the opening. Yeah,
1: they just dumping thousands of political prisoners on the U.S. border and leave them like, what are you going to do, just sink their boats? Are you going to send them back? We'll kill them. Yeah, exactly. And yeah,
0: this is, I think, during the era of Carter. I think this takes.
1: And it's a perfect time to sneak in spies and shit. There you go. And bad people. You're sending your garbage. He's sending political prisoners, but he's also sending people like Tony Montana.
0: Exactly. And, you know, he hates America.
1: Oh, fuck him. He's dead. Yeah. And his island Scylla piece of shit. Fuck and it's back funny how, like, garbage.
0: you know, Tony Montana is definitely not a fan no, Cubans,
1: and especially American Cubans, like Cubans got got sent to America, or just American Cubans in general, hate Fidel because Fidel ran a they don't dictatorship. Like communism. They ran a dictatorship, and yes. expelled them and killed their family members and tortured their people. And and took their freedom, starved it. Yeah, it took their businesses. The people that like the, the the Cuban Americans that are descendants are like the business people of like of the Cuba and Cuba. The political activists, the the, yeah. the, the free thinkers, yeah. And now they're all Republicans. And you know, uh, Tony sadly.
0: says that he was he was in an army. I think it was like probably like the, the Cuban army. army. Yeah, it was like
1: revolutionary. Probably everyone has to be basically if you're oh, military right, age. Yeah. If you want to be able to make any money to make food or get fat fed at least, if mm-hmm. you're young and Cuban, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? There's nothing to do. You have to Pretty work much. for the government. Exactly. That's it's like which I'm government do I mean. job do you want to go do?
0: That's what communism's all about, I guess. And they right?
1: weren't probably smart enough in school and they realized that to go do anything that's, like, gonna get you a worthwhile job in the government, like doctors or something. Mm-mm-mm. Soldier it is. That's why I'm, I kept mentioning during this movie, like, man, a prequel? It's kind of weird pretty how,
0: cool. like, it, it, yeah, there's a lot of, like, rich backstory to this movie or that you could potentially... You never
1: realize why this guy has a scar face.
0: Why he has a scar face. Yeah, he just says, like, yeah, I never explain it. Exactly. Uh, that one guy in the beginning, the uh I think it was like the border agent or whatever. Um, he's like, where'd you get the beauty scar, tough guy? Eating pussy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forget about that. I forgot about and that. Then,
0: uh, you know Tony's is like, you think I get a scar like
1: that from eating pussy, man? <laughs>
0: uh, but he never explains it. Never explains like where he got and where he gets the fancy. Yeah, scar.
1: which means it means something.
0: You got it. they say like it's possible he got it like in a knife fight
1: when he was a kid. But it, like then just say that. It seems like he got it from something darker. You eh, don't know. I feel like in a prequel you can make it and it's like his dad's like holding him down. like ah, ah It's possible. I don't or know. Or just some fucked up shit. Local gangman mem- lo, lo- gang- local gang lord or uh, like local government official gang slash gang lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Because also it would be, like, cool to see, like, Cuba, like, blockaded and just kind of isolated. Like, this. their they're, they're own little... Oh, my God. We're talking about a whole communi- thing here. Well, it's still the Scarface universe. <laughs> what are we talking... What are you saying? The prequel. I think it'd be cool because that's where the prequel would have to take is Colombia. Or Cuba, I mean. Well, yeah, of
0: course it would take place in Cuba, obviously. And that'd be cool
1: to see. Nothing it has went. ever taken place in there. I mean, I, nothing that's like. But you super were kind of like
0: going off on this thing about oh, you're going to blockade? Are you creating your no, own? No, Cuba
1: was blockaded at this point. I'd like oh. to see like Cuban life. Okay, all right, yeah. Of like, do you mean like, like what? Like when they grow, they wake up and they open their news and they're just like, well, bugging, still nothing. Like <laughs> it's just like, or those Americans still evil? Like what? Like it'd be kind of cool to see that kind of world, and then yeah. like that that shaped Tony. What made Tony Tony? And maybe how do you make that?
0: And cast a real uh, Cuban actor. To play and he him. hated
1: his father, like you said. There's a huge, yeah. Cast someone who's real. There's a huge backstory they keep just mentioning. Like
0: they'll have no father. Like
1: what happened to your father?
0: Yeah, they don't really explain that. They Where'd s- you get the scar? It might be. It's implied, you were in the army. It's kind of implied that he might have like just walked away from the family. He might have been taken away.
1: Yeah. Also, how did his sister and his mom get? There to America way before them, were they on the same boat and they got separated,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or did they get there before him? Years I think before? they got they got there before him. Like what? Like it but just like what?
0: What? they got there legitimately.
1: How? No one is allowed outside of Cuba. They would legitimately would have still been escaping illegally, but America had a law ever since then that if they could just if you're Cuban and you can just put your foot. Into like American territory, we'll take you. Like our waters. You become an American citizen. But it only applied to Cubans. Yeah. Now, that, like, guess who uh, undid that? Trump. Of course he did. It's kind of funny. He fought as the ally of Cubans. And he's just restricting their access to more. And just like cutting off a huge, like a it's huge foolish. access tunnel for refugees from Cuba. Racism makes you a foolish. It's why racism. it's like, yeah, in the beginning of this movie in Scarface, they were like, he was pretty happy to kill that communist. Like he was <laughs> like, he's like, you would have had to pay me to kill someone else, but this, I'll fucking f- cut. I'll this do it one. for fun. Yeah, he's like, I'll cut this fucker I'll for fun. Kill a communist for fun. <laughs> yeah, he fucking. And then they're all like, like a couple of them are chanting, "Liberty, liberty. Libertad. Libertad, Libertad," which probably Li- means liberty or something. Yes, shit. it does. Which is cool.
0: It's like they're And he was just like
1: fuck. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was
0: surrounded and <laughs> it's gutted.
1: And he's just like ooh uh ooh
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh Tony Montana and his uh his buddies uh get thrown into this country and uh they kinda lie in order to at least See get to legit. this get to this camp um called Freedom Town. <laughs> But they're uh I guess uh his f- Tony's friend, Manolo, uh has contacts uh within uh some like organized crime group of Cubans slash Spanish gangsters. Um
1: But Cubans I think yeah, definitely are involved.
0: And so uh this person finds out that a uh uh I guess uh somebody who worked in uh Castro's regime Hi has up. been ca- yeah, was, he's been cast out and he uh tortured and killed uh some friends of this person and he so his brother I think. Yeah. And so uh they're given the task to kill this guy and that's what kind of gives them access to their green cards. Yeah, he'll
1: get them green cards and get them out of the camp. Mm-hmm. And get him a job.
0: Yeah, and at first, you know, they get a job uh dishwash uh dishwashing at this shitty like Cuban sandwich shop. Uh but then uh the guy who uh Manolo has been uh sort of connected with uh gives him a job to retrieve uh some
1: cocaine.
0: some yale. Well, because
1: no, at first It's like they're waiting for them to come to give them because they're low level. And then the guy finally comes and he gives them some like bullshit mission. And they're going to make like 50 bucks or 100 bucks per whatever they have to do or something like that. Oh, yeah. And Tony's. And he's like, like, you got to earn 500. And he's like, no, motherfucker. I need to make money if I'm doing something. Yeah, and so... And that's how that guy sets him up on that yeah, cocaine deal.
0: Exactly, yeah, and that guy's just like, oh, you
1: want to make some big bucks? Yeah, because that one guy's like, send him on the cocaine deal, because he knows, he's like, Let's, if this guy, like... No, he says, send him to the Colombians. Yeah, send him to the Colombians. Like, you know how fucked up they are. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Like, you don't want to go have to go deal with like, those fuckers. Mm-hmm.
0: And, he like, they, they probably knew, like, oh, he's probably going to get killed.
1: Yeah, even if I don't have to set it up, like, the Colombians are crazy.
0: It's like, whatever, we could lose the money, it's fine. But, uh, yeah. So Tony and his friends go to this uh, shitty motel where these shady Colombian uh, drug dealers are hanging out. And it uh, turns out that, uh, oh no, they um, are like psychos who are like basically shaking him down.
1: Well, yeah, because the deal starts going south immediately because the guy's like, do you have the money? He's like, no, where's the cocaine? And the guy's like, I don't have it on you site. You got the stuff. And he's like, Well, I don't have the money on site then. And he's like, Oh well, fucking, I'm not gonna give you the stuff until you show me the money. He's like, Well, I'm not gonna show you the money until you show me the stuff. And yeah. it's like, and then that's when like that, the like two Colombians come up behind his friend. Tony. Like, and that ugly bitch goes ka ka oh, Yeah, that horrible hag. Used up bitch. <laughs> She's
0: done some horrible things.
1: Yeah, the Colombian cartels at this point we're getting like up to like fucking Mexican level, like cutting Mm. up people they were used to that shit that's why everyone hated him in America because they didn't do that shit in America yet because that shit would bring the cops down on you way too heavy you were chopping people up and that's what ends up happening to and letting them discover people they chopped them up but like you don't let them discover the body parts
0: and that's what uh, ends up happening to uh, Tony's friend
1: yeah like that's the scene that showed me like oh this movie isn't gonna be as graphic as I thought it was gonna be and oh, I'm yeah, not gonna tasteful. end up like hating it.
0: No, oh, yeah, it's taste. It's shot tasteful. You get, you see enough. You see the chainsaw kind of go into the guy's it's head like at first. Not like grotesque. But then, yeah, it's just mostly just like splatter.
1: And the eyes for a second. And, and it's just really
0: just watching uh, Al Pacino's reaction is much better.
1: And yeah, he, did, but he also doesn't really give that much of a fuck after it.
0: Unfortunately,
1: he kind of avenges him. Yeah he does, he definitely does, but like he just kind of, it's kinda of funny after he's like, eh. It's business.
2: Yeah.
1: But also like he didn't get mad at Manuel at all.
0: Yeah. Manolo eventually came in and helped. I know, yeah. Eventually. This nigga gets chopped up with a chainsaw. This motherfucker
1: gets chopped up with a chainsaw.
0: Yes like it's crazy he can comes in way too late. he gets distracted by a babe. mm mm-hmm. bikini babe
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um but then this uh this puts him in contact with uh a uh another like uh, the main sort of drug dealer in miami and uh, he sort of works as kind of an associate for him for a while meets the uh one of the major forces in the uh, sort of cartel world uh Sosa and uh eventually takes over uh this drug o- this drug empire but uh reaches a little too close to the sun and eventually uh falls in a pretty spectacular uh glorious shootout
1: i know And I thought he fell into a pile of cocaine.
0: (laughs) That would have been kind of silly. No, he just falls into that little, like, pool Mm. that has that uh, statue that says, the world is yours.
1: It's so fucked up that his sister has to die.
0: Yeah. At that point, though, she was sort of broken because uh, he murders uh, Manolo, who uh, Mm. they had just got, you know, her and him just got married. And they were sort of teasing it, the whole movie, like that they were going to sort of get together. But Tony's
1: And Tony just sees her come out and like, oh, they just fucked. And like, he's like, oh, my friend's a playboy. And he's all coked up and worried about this war. He's about to start with Sosa. Mm-hmm. Because he like, all right, we're skipping over some shit. Like, so he rises, like he goes to Bolivia. Let's go back a little bit. He goes to Bolivia mm-hmm. with uh, Frankie's number one guy. Yeah. To get some cocaine. And then while he's there, the the main drug dealer in Bolivia is like trying to sell them more to uh, like to get to expand operations. But Frankie's like, no. Frankie number one number one man's like, no, Frankie wants to do this. Frankie doesn't want to get bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Like it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's gonna bring too much heat. He doesn't want too much heat. He just wants to do whatever the fuck he's doing. But Um the, the drug dealer gets a... Tony keeps pushing for it. They're fighting. They hate each other. They hate each other the whole fucking movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Omar.
1: Omar. The drug dealer goes, answers a call, comes back. They, the Omar's like, okay, I gotta go. Uh, the drug dealer invites Tony to stay. Tony. And then him and the drug dealer go. Omar's like, all right, fuck you guys. And then... <laughs> like, I'm going up to do some better things. Uh, no, you're not. And then like Tony and him are like walking, and the like, drug dealer's like, "Hey, look at this!" <laughs> and, like he hey. sh- hands him some binoculars, and there's a helicopter flag, and it like looks, and it's Omar. He's all beat up, and he throws, They throw Omar over, like yep, and they hang, hang him from a <laughs>
0: helicopter. It's really fucked up.
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty like a flaunt, hardcore flaunt. Like, look at this fucker. We're not gonna yeah. throw him just from a window.
0: Like, this is, like, what happens to uh, people who get in Snitches.
1: Like, supposedly this guy was, like, a snitch for the police, all these things like that. But then it's also possibly implied that they might have just lied about it. Yeah, because, like, Frankie had a lot of connections with the police. Like, it'd be weird if he didn't know about yeah. this secret, like... Could be FBI.
0: Perhaps. I think that he might have said that, but too. But then,
1: like, also, why didn't the FBI ever get, like, involved after their guy got killed? Whatever I don't know uh, There's movie. so much to this movie There is May- Maybe it needs to Nearly be a three series. hours Maybe it needs to be a series um, But whatever And then that's when he Like him Like He asks like Frank Like uh, Tony Like are you an arc And he's just like and Tony does Tony things And says no He's like all
0: I have in this world, world Is my word And, and my balls And I don't break them for, no for no one
1: It's a good line Line used by a lot of rappers, a lot of people in general, Man, a lot of movies. It's fucking
0: awesome. This movie is just filled with this awesome dialogue.
1: Yeah. It's written
0: by uh, Oliver Stone, who would eventually become a uh, accomplished director in his own right. Um, have you ever seen Platoon? No. You've never seen Platoon? Wow. It's a good Wait. movie. It's a Vietnam movie. Is it's the- not Full Metal Jacket.
1: It's not the one where the guy kills himself. It kills the drill sergeant, right?
0: No, that's Full Metal
1: Jacket. Have you ever seen the one with the steers and queers? That's Full Metal Jacket. Oh, but they also do it in the one. Have you seen the one where the like it's iconic scene where the guy comes in his full white navy gear and picks up the lady? Oh, that's an officer and a general. It's the guy. Yeah, have you ever seen that? I've never
0: actually seen the whole
1: thing, no. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I love it when you guys discover the great future movies with, along with us. But that's a future movie for us. But Why are you thinking of that movie right now? Because I was thinking about it, and then for some reason, something you said right now. just Oh, right, yeah, up.
0: because uh, we're talking about Oliver Stone. Um, I'm surprised you haven't seen Platoon. Platoon is a really good movie, though. yes. It's
1: because of platoon, because you were, we were talking about military. It just made me think about military. Whatever. Yeah. And, and then I, mean, I got, that made me, and then you mentioned Full Metal Alchemist, which made me think of Steers of Queers. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, which I have seen.
0: Yes. I know. I, I wanted to show to that. Me. I wanted to show that to you one day, and I was like, you were like, no, I've already seen
1: it. Yeah, you showed it to me at David's. Didn't we? One kickback, we watched it. I don't think it was at,
0: his house. No, it I was mean. at his house. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah. also directed a movie called JFK, which it's a really well-made movie, Never but it's it. kind of like conspiratorial nonsense. <laughs> That's kind of what Al- Oliver Stone is sort of like known for now. That's he's sad. the conspiracy guy. Uh, he made a movie about Snowden.
1: Oh. Well, that's pretty topical.
0: It was yeah. It was a few years ago. Flopped.
1: <laughs> just flopped.
0: Uh, hey, he ain't
1: that the conspiracy though? He made a
0: really uh, shitty movie about Alexander the Great with Colin Farrell.
1: Oh, was that his big like attempt at a really big like? It was his opus, and it, and it was that. a fucking Cause then it snooze like, fest. Yeah, because then it just focused on all the like. I mean politics of Alexander and Alexander's life and not the like wars and battles that everyone liked
0: just all the like yeah just like backroom shit it's
1: like you can do that kind of but show us a battle or two every once in there a while are,
0: there are battles they're just uh shot poorly
1: oh that sucks yeah because an Alexander the Great movie sh- like there hasn't been a great one
0: I don't think there's ever well maybe I don't it's I
1: don't such a great story it could be it could be be epic he's never he never lost a battle
2: <laughs> <laughs> never
1: retreated never lost
0: yeah there's it's pretty epic lot of potential kind of like tony damn you Oliver stone well tony lost
1: i guess <laughs> but uh, he never
0: retreated but it's interesting uh there's some interesting things to note about Oliver stone when it comes to this movie uh one he uh, he did some pretty extensive Research.
1: Research on the Lee was tapping his nose, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Um on both sides of the law. He had talked to a lot of like uh like DE agents and law enforcement who were uh dealing with you know, drug crime and all that. Yeah. And then he also somehow kind of was able to kinda of like talk to like some actual like cartel people.
1: I could see it easily. They'd be like, Oh that sounds dope.
0: And then okay. he said like, Oh, I'm I'm am I'm a journalist. Writing a story. Yeah, doing research. And they were like, oh, all right. <laughs> but that's how he got hooked on cocaine.
1: They did, made him do it?
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: You got to do it to be cool. You
0: got to do it to make sure you're not a cop.
1: And then also, it's 80s in Hollywood. It was probably not hard to get.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, he was in Miami. Oh, man. He actually, like, yeah, There's exactly. Oh, no cocaine yeah, exactly. in Miami. The, 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 The capital of it was cocaine city, basically
1: made out of cocaine.
0: That's where all the real estate money came from. (laughs) All that
1: built up is cocaine money,
0: that's why it's all falling apart.
1: (laughs) Yep, it was Uh, all just fronts. (laughs) Yep, pretty much.
0: That's pretty terrible.
1: Not the code,
0: pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, you got severely, like, hooked on cocaine for a while. and It kind of fucked him up for a minute.
1: Maybe that's why it's conspiracy, man, Now,
0: But, no, he, you know, he got off of it, and, uh... <laughs> I think he was always... Because he was... he's He has kind of an interesting life story. He fought in Vietnam. Mm. That's where, pl- like, Platoon is sort of, like, kind of... Probably not totally 100%. Sort of based on his experiences in Vietnam. Uh... It's like his most personal movie. It's definitely his best movie that I've seen.
1: Even better than Scarface.
0: Directed, directing wise. He wrote this movie, but oh, he did he didn't not direct, direct this? it. No, oh. this movie was directed by a director who I really admire. Actually, uh, his name is Brian De Palma. Uh, he's actually a part of the uh, the group that consists of Steven Spielberg George Lucas
1: Oh that like act- Martin, that director's class
0: Martin Scorsese and uh, Francis Ford Coppola who directed The Godfather mm. um, Yeah he's sort of like Brian De Palma is kind of like the most underrated in that group he's his, the only
2: name I don't recognize
1: because his movies
0: kind of got shit on by critics because they were Really violent for the time. I mean, yeah, you know,
1: I was expecting this. I don't know, like it's not not violent, but but it's not brutal. I don't know. I don't know what I, to compare it to what I expected. It's almost like uh, like the movies like Casino and stuff are more grotesque.
0: That one's a little bit more graphic, more realistic.
1: Like I don't know, maybe because this That's is Scorsese. all a shooting. I like if it's not like those are like fist beatings
0: or people getting just, yeah, beaten to death. Like, when people get, yeah, bro. when
1: people are getting beaten to death or tortured, I don't really like that. And this like, yeah, the chainsaw scene, but like, that's the only torture scene we see. And you know, and it's happened. shot,
0: you know, in a way where you don't see, yeah, everything. he's not
1: screaming and struggling and
0: just in the, like for a brief second, he's like, ah, and
1: yeah, then, yeah. and then, and then he's done. Yeah. Because he like chops his arm off and then he chops him. In yeah, it,
0: like has that. There's that really nice shot of like where it pans out of the window, down to uh, Manolo.
1: Yeah, and then it, yeah, and then he's all flirty, and then it pans back, and fucking Tony's just looking at him, and the guy just I think like finishes him, saws so yeah. half. Yeah, now the leg,
0: huh? <laughs> so fucked up. It's terrible. And then finally, Manolo recognizes after. Yeah, he's like, oh,
1: the one guy that I was supposed to keep my eye on, if he disappeared, something bad is happening, he's gone.
0: Yeah, after he fails with the that chick.
1: Yeah. like He f-
2: yeah.
0: never had a chance. He was a little handsy with her, too. Hashtag uh, me too, Manolo. <laughs>
1: okay. 1983, people would, like them, shoot you in the head.
0: Probably. Just for saying such a terrible
1: thing. Who the hell are you? Uh, one of those F words? Boom.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. That word isn't really used in this movie.
1: Yeah, surprisingly.
0: Every other curse word is.
1: Yeah, but they don't go around saying other they don't like talking about I guess maybe this is before like the Haitians and the Jamaicans were moving in.
0: Um Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, I mean Brian De Palma is uh he's kind of an interesting director. He directed this. He directed the uh, adaptation, the first adaptation of Stephen King's Carrie. Which is uh, probably my favorite movie of Brian De Palma's and it's my favorite Stephen King book.
1: Have you seen the remake?
0: No. I heard it's just like a, sh- almost like a shot for shot remake of the, uh, the Brian De Palma version.
1: Maybe we should give it off. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe
0: I do love the book, but I would like to see kind of a modernized version of it. Terrible. Cool.
1: I'm just kidding. God. Uh,
0: he also directed a movie that I that I really like called uh, The Untouchables with Kevin Costner. It's another kind of like gangster movie. It's where he's fighting Al Capone. Robert De Niro plays Al Capone.
1: Oh, no, I never saw that.
0: I'll show you that movie one day because it's fucking awesome. Um, And there's another movie that I really like that stars John Travolta in what might be his best role. Uh, Yeah, I know, and you're thinking of the movie that you're The Hogs. Wild Hogs. It's not Wild (laughs) Hogs. It's a movie uh, that was made in the early 80s. It's called Blowout. Is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies. Actually, never seen it. I will show you that movie one day, and you will hate me for showing it to you, because the ending. <laughs> Let's just say I feel like the ending is almost like a cruel, sick joke.
1: <laughs> so rude. Lee loves to do that to me. Everybody like just every once in a while, I show Lee fluff, and Lee's like, "Oh, you showed me fluff, and now I gotta hurt your feelings." I mean,
0: it's. I'm not gonna show you that movie for a while. But, oh yeah, one day. Damn, so that should have been the movie I showed you after That's My Boy.
1: God damn. Too late. Now you're going to have to wait for something that particularly offends you. Probably nothing will offend you of that caliber, I know. But it's
0: something that will like really like, I really just,
1: that was <clears is> too <throat> fluffy. I did not like that at all. They kissed in the end and I hated it.
0: <laughs> it's too much, Sterling, it's too much.
1: Take this blow out. Boosh
0: yeah uh yeah he's a really interesting director, you know, he's uh, this movie I feel like is, is watching it again. it's shot very well for its time, yeah, I think there's a lot of like interesting like camera moves, he likes to do what they call a long take, which is just like you know one continuous shot with no edits
1: the editing w- and yeah, the editing wasn't like jarring, so I guess that That's also, yeah that leads to. His movies are very well L- paced. Low edits, like not part. a lot of edits.
0: He's made a lot of shitty movies too. Yeah, I mean, uh, everyone has a long career doing a lot
1: of things. Yeah,
0: but uh, this also, of course, uh, is one of the crowning achievements of Al Pacino. At least one of his most uh, yeah famous roles.
1: Like it's like he made a career off this one movie. This co- sort of like this is sort of
0: the beginning of his more modern persona where he's like kind of more over the top more like
1: ah you know screaming no one even remembers him before. Hoo-ah! yeah people don't remember what he was like before this movie at all when he was doing The Godfather
0: and he was a lot more reserved and subtle
1: people don't remember that like barely I don't care who you are, what you do that's that's when The Godfather
0: yeah I was gonna, I was debating whether to show you that movie or this one and I was just like you know what I just bought it on Blu-ray. Got a nice, cool st- uh, steel book.
1: I'm gonna steal. No. Too late. Did it.
0: Um, get your own. It's not. A, it wasn't expensive, actually. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood to watch Scarface. And we watched <laughs> Scarface. <laughs> mm. And uh, I mean, I don't know. Did Sterling kind of enjoy it? or no seem like you were kind of into it
1: i will hmm. yes but once again to me it f- um it, it, it suffered a little bit from that syndrome sometimes of these older movies that you show me that i also put off for so long because i thought they were like oh god uh, they're going to be something horrific like friday the 13th or like a oh, halloween friday or a halloween whatever halloween. Really halloween just i don't know these older movies that i haven't really seen like robocop the Cop,
0: exorcist and then that falling exorcist
1: short. just i don't know the 80s all have a feel to me and it's just really campy so then this movie
0: was serious but there's a lot of moments yeah there's some moments and that's that might be kind of why i secretly kind of like it too yeah it's there's just <laughs> kind of goofy and like moments. it's
1: it's i don't know it's like i kept get, i was like i'd be invested and then i get uninvested i was kept getting like in and out I couldn't fully lock into the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I didn't really care about Manuel and the sister. No, no, I think it's sad that that happened at all, but I also just think it's like, well, that's all just... Everything just... Not everything, but that felt all completely preventable. It was just like, let's just make something really sad happen while his life's falling apart more. Is this this, like, like yeah. just let's keep tacking on a like, little bit. Like, this is the end. Like... I bet there was a meeting, like, I bet there's two different scripts, or like, I bet there is a little side note, like, maybe we do it where those two escape, but then they're like, oh, no, you know what, let's make it darker and have him like, kill them, and I bet there was one where, like, oh, no, the cartels get them first, and that's what set Tony off, maybe, I bet there's some, like, different avenues, and that this is the one we picked, I don't necessarily like the avenue they picked,
0: right, I think it would
1: have been kind of nice, if you just had like a blurb at the end, like the, you know how the wife left, like like maybe she goes back home to her Midwestern like stand out of town, or, like I don't the, know. the 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 Manuel mean. and Gina uh, escaped and escaped into uh, police custody because Manuel uh, like gave up a bunch, uh, and they were put in the witness protection and were never seen again. Yeah, I don't know. That would have been kind of just I don't know, just something. But at this point, positive,
0: positive in a movie about a drug kingpin who violently
1: like murders people. Yeah, you can have some positivity in this, like oh my god, and it's not like super you positive.
0: And your, you and your wholesomeness,
1: like like it's um, gonna try, I did it. You're gonna try and infect my movie. I did. This is this is one of the first movies. Where we were watching it, and it was right when the wife, uh, um, what's her name? Michelle actress, Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer leaves him. And I had that like moment where like Lee has, throughout a lot of my movies, he loves to make his own movie, all of a sudden in the middle of my make movie. make it darker. And I made his movie so much more positive. More fluffy. So it's in that moment. So just a little quick rundown to oh, go God. over things. He makes that big deal with Hollywood. Yeah. He makes that big deal with Sosa goes back, makes millions. Frankie tries to kill him. He kills Frankie. He takes over completely. He makes billion. He's just making money, 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 money gets the woman, all the good things. Um, and then now fast forward to he's get like the government, like gets him on like tax evasion or like, like gets him on like, I was trying to get him on tax evasion He's able to get through that, but then he's like, "They're gonna get you right again for tax evasion again." Like it's like you're not escaping. His his uh, his lawyer. Um, So then he gets a call from Sosa, who says, "Hey, me and my buddies in this country have this fucking political activist fuckface who's gonna go around and rat us out." And like, obviously, like we're not gonna lose everything just because of this, because you know we have tight control. But explaining
0: the end, are you just explaining like the ending of the movie? An actual movie? I'm just
1: giving a little because to give my. Oh my god! You made me lose my train of thought. Oh, I'm so sorry. What? Was, now, okay, everyone, this is embarrassing. But what was I talking about? You were gonna. You're talking about your movie, your movie idea. Yes, I was giving the little backstory to where, what, like, not to, I wanted. It. Well, you're basically explaining the end of the movie. I'm not there yet. Yes, because I want to explain why she freaks out and just leaves him. That's how my movie fucking starts, Lee.
0: Okay, go on. Oh sorry,
1: Christ. ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry for Lee and I shenanigans. Truce in it. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he got, he got, got it. Words. Life just got it right there. He took his tongue was yeah, like flip. Um. Hmm. So yes, they ask him to kill the guy. He goes to kill the guy, finds out they're driving. he's driving with his family. He's like, I don't kill kids. It's a cool scene. Kills the dude that's like works for Sosa. Doesn't want to kill the kids. From breaking bad. Yeah, sure. Um. Yeah. And then because of that, he starts a war with Sosa. Um Sosa's ultimately the bigger badass. He's the one who actually has fucking power. He's got an entire army. Yeah, even though. Sends, like, his entire
0: army to his house. To fuck that guy. Not even his entire army, probably.
1: No, yeah, just some local forces that he could gather to take him out. Um, Led by his Terminator. uh, Yeah, uh,
0: his Belizean. That's probably a terrible.
1: uh, (laughs) Bolivian warrior. Bolivian Terminator. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So. He has that all weighing on him. He's all drunk. He's all fucked up. He basically tells, like, uh, the wife, like, you're just this infertile cow, like, useless A drug junkie. dealer. junkie. Yeah, you're an infertile junkie. Like, like uh, you've trapped me, basically, and all these things. And that's when she freaks out, and she's like, fuck you. You know, like, look where we're coming. We're not winners anymore. We're becoming losers. We're losers. And that's when my movie starts.
0: When she leaves him.
1: She leaves him. She goes back to her home in Iowa. Small town Iowa. Well,
0: of course, yeah.
1: They I live on a farm, but you know they're not poor farmers. So they they're still working farmers, but they're like pretty wealthy farmers. They go back like her family like meely welcomes her back. She goes through heavy withdrawals. They help her. It's not becomes a it doesn't become a Christian movie, but you know, I mean, like if we're going yeah. there's going to be a little wow. undertone of that. But you have to a little bit, but there's no, it's not overt. Um, they cure, they not cure her, but they help, they they help, they help get her clean. And it's like you know an everyday battle. She's going to A M D things and all this good shit.
0: Detox. And,
1: and my movie is basically her like having a romance with like local, oh, not local, but like maybe one of the ranch, the, like, ranch the head and, ranch, ranch hand.
0: I can just see it, honestly. And I he's can see like that movie, and
1: he, but he's like. He's like fifty, or forty-five, and he never wants kids. Didn't so this want. Is like so present, he doesn't care that she's infertile. So this is present day, or is it still no? In the this 80s? is like uh, the, the like this would be right after she left. It'd be the eighties.
2: Okay, okay.
0: But he would still be like forty-five. Oh, because I guess yeah, she's, that one guy. She's Frank. probably like Frank was old. Yeah, she was she's probably him.
2: like at
1: least like in her late twenties, if not thirties. Early 30s. At that point, I think she was probably more in her mid-20s. And she was inferred and all that shit, whatever. So, like, she she hooks up with this 45-year-old, but guess what happens? Mm. What? She gets pregnant. Obviously, she gets pregnant halfway through the movie. Towards the end, that's the big, like, you know, like. That's the big happy test. Man. No, that's the big test. Because he's like, whoa, what, what? he didn't want a kid.
0: He didn't want And a
1: then kid. she doesn't know if she wants to keep it. Because she's like, oh, I'm such a terrible this person. like do one I of deserve your, it? This sounds like one of your Hallmark movies. Like, you, know, you, you know, I don't know what it is, but You know how annoying <laughs> it is when you do that to my movie. Uh, now I just, know, I guess. When you take like this wholesome, like, wouldn't it be funny if like I just lead this all of a sudden just goes like, <laughs> and like a, I know he's making a movie when he's doing it because it's an inappropriate time. To be laughing that Lee hysterical. Lee hysterical laughing is a different kind of laugh. And he'll <laughs> be like in a moment where like, I'm <laughs> like Lee, there was just a baby. What's the movie? And he's just like, wouldn't it be funny if like secretly. I know. I've never done kidnapping that. the children and doing experiments. I'm just like, no, that wouldn't be funny in the middle of Scooby Doo. Like I don't like. <laughs> in the middle of Scooby Doo. Like whatever, like in the mirror, mirror, wouldn't it be funny if like the dwarves really just ate her? You know, like. We're actually just murderous bandits. And I'm just like, no. That wouldn't be fun at all. Like, it's not the mirror, mirror no anymore. anymore. Yeah. That's fucking The Seven Hollows or some shit. Like, like some dark ass shit. Seven Hollows. <laughs> I don't want to watch that shit. I bet there is a dark dwarf, like or, uh, Beauty and the Beast. or not, not Beauty and the Beast, fuck. Sleeping Snow Beauty. White. Mo- Snow White movie. Jesus Christ, I went through them all before I could well, get there. Well, yeah, there's that
0: Snow White and the Huntsman movie. Came out no, but way. I mean like a horror movie
2: mm Or uh, it feels like they're at. They'll be. I don't know one if there's eventually. anything like
0: straight up, but I do know that there's a, like kind of a horror version of like Alice in Wonderland. It was like a video game
1: series. Yes, I know that one where she's like in a psycho, psychiatry, psych, whatever, a psycho house. <laughs> <Psychiatric>, <laughs> PewDiePie played it.
0: Psychiatric hospital. Yeah, PewDiePie played it or institution.
1: But so yeah, that's. Was, right. So that's doesn't I that's only the wholesome spin
0: off to wholesome,
1: wholesome spin. So that's how like I kinda felt about this movie. Like I was I was connecting, but then I was also making wholesome spin offs in my head. Like I don't know, I just wasn't very invested in any of the characters. I didn't like anybody. Tony was cool. And he, yes, this movie is just liner, liner,
2: liner, liner. Like yes. One
1: liner, one, liner, one like Just Oh, so many like just quotes. Now I finally saw the source. That's what it feels like. It feels like I've already seen the movie through memes,
2: Osmosis. references.
1: Yeah, j- yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's parodied in movie after movie. Oh yeah, for I've sure. I've seen. I've heard it in all the rap lyrics. Like they've just. I, so the, when I finally see it, I'm like, oh, I just saw finally the source. So it didn't have like the impact to me, I guess, as much. Mm-hmm. Maybe Godfather will have more. Because I don't have like, there's not. Godfather did for a moment. I think Scarface has more of a impact than Godfather. I'm not saying Godfather. Godfather has a huge impact too. It's considered one of the. But God Godfather was more of an impact for Italian Americans. Yeah. Scarface was more of like Italian Americans, Black Americans. Like, anyone who felt gangster. Latino American, Any American who mm-hmm. wanted to be gangster
0: thinks of Scarface. And I would say, like, Godfather's also more. Because Godfather Godfather's
1: like a, probably racist against you when you think about it? They are, actually. There's an ex- explicit. So
0: you
2: know,
1: if you're black, you don't want to look up to. I mean, like, you might say, I'm the Godfather because it's like, that's a cool thing to say, but you don't really want to look up to those guys because, fuck them. They think you're trash.
0: In the book, it's like they're very explicit that they do not like. Uh, black people and they think of him as trash
1: yeah that's why they have to set up their own gangs and
0: shit Um, but yeah I would almost say that uh, Godfather is more of like kind of a cinephile thing as well because it's considered one of the greatest movies of all time
2: it's a trilogy
1: Scarface is a water judge because he's dead and then
0: it's just everybody's dead just a rise and fall story
1: I feel so bad oh man I just thought like that poor mom
0: Lost both of her children,
1: and she's gonna get that call and like know that the the the, the daughter was there. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're gonna be like, she was married to this dude. Like, she dragged. Yeah,
0: he dragged her down.
1: If he had just left him alone, they could have maybe escaped. That's the tragedy, isn't it?
0: That's what makes interesting films, Sterling. Sure. Um,
1: with that being said, is it questions time for, oh, questions, some questions for Lee,
0: for me, you got questions for me, man.
1: And you know, questions for Lee during movie, Lee movie, more interesting. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I just said complete nonsense. But if you really, if you played it back, it actually somehow makes sense.
0: No, it made sense, but the accent you used was definitely not a Cuban accent.
1: I know. I lost it there. (laughs) (laughs) And it became Japanese. (laughs) So then I just went with it. Uh, (laughs) That's what happened right there, everybody. Um, Well, (laughs) like I said, it's more interesting when it's Lee's movie. The questions for Lee.
2: Um, Yes.
1: When. This is a good one. Or like. It's basic, but I think it's a good one. When did you first see this movie? Is this a movie Lee's father showed you, or is this a Lee movie, a movie Lee? This was a yeah, my
0: dad. down. My dad kind of showed it to me. He bought it on DVD. I was pretty young. I was probably well, not pretty young. I was like maybe like twelve when I first saw this. Twelve or thirteen.
1: Okay. Geez.
0: Um. And, I'm watching
1: epic war movies at the time, so it's not really
0: anything <laughs> different.
1: And, um, you know,
0: he always kind of talked about it like he kind of talked about it like that. It was like, oh, it's a brutal movie. This, uh, this chainsaw scene is really horrible. Because uh, to
1: our parents' generation, shit like The Exorcist, Scarface, it was one the first times stuff was that graphic. That, mm-hmm. like, pushed. Push the Push limit. the boundaries, saying, you cocksucking fucking con whore, bitch, like, or know, just chainsawing so some guy. Like, so, so then, that, that really stuck to their mind.
0: Yes. Yeah, that scene, yeah, he would always talk about that scene, but he always, he really likes the movie. Um, But I decided to just kind of watch it on my own, just to be like, oh, Scarface, everybody, because I'd always saw it, like, referenced all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, let's see what it's all about. And first time I watched it, I I immediately kind of was drawn to it. It's a Lee movie. In a way, yeah. I lo- I mean, I love gangster movies.
1: Yeah, it's not a genre that I'm huge into unless I'm reading a... Uh, a romance thing. A spicy, uh, yeah. good old...
2: Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, just like you, know, you could be buffed gangsters, but you could also like have a wife you love. Mistress, wife,
0: multiple mistresses,
1: one wife that you're monogamous with.
0: Nah, that's boring. Um you're <laughs> But yeah, you know, and I've seen this I've watched this movie so many times. I was even like kind of quoting it. Uh That's another
1: question, okay. How many times have you thought? Do you think you've seen this? Mm. And saying. is this a top 10 movie for Lee? <sighs> if you've seen it so many times. It must be. No, I've, You haven't I've, watched all your movies so many times. It's pretty
0: close to my heart. But I don't know if I'd say it's like top 10. Maybe
1: top. So it's a guilty pleasure. No. Why does it have to be a top ten? Because you're saying such high praises about it. You're like, oh, I love this movie. I've watched it so many times. It's one of my favoriteest movies. Oh, it's the top ten. Eh, you know, maybe top hundred. Like it's like, it's <laughs> like, well, or, do you even like it? Like maybe like, like
0: I don't know, top twenty. I've
1: never like you. I mean, obviously you said you've liked movies, but like it's
0: hard. I, like if you ask me to compile a list of Lee, if you don't compile a list your 100 favorite
1: movies right now. No, but I I'm bet... I'm going to blow your brains out. I bet if I gave you a week, you could do it.
0: I, even in a week, I'd be like, no, I don't know.
1: If I was going to blow your brains out, I think you could.
0: <laughs> but I'd still, even like after, like, all right. I'd be like, oh, damn it, wait a minute. No, I... I, really
1: <laughs> I told you you had a week.
0: But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not easy to
1: rank. No, I get you. I get you. I get you. you. Because people ask me all the time, like, what's your favorite movie? I have no idea. Like, it changes. I have movies I love. Like you said, I have movies I love. And there's obviously movies I love more than I love others. But every movie I like, I like. It's just different varying levels of like. Like, I don't, if I don't like it, I don't think about it.
0: And there's other movies that I love more than this movie. Okay. So.
1: This seems like you were just seeing a lot of high praises. That's the only reason I. Asked.
0: I don't get me wrong. I I do really really enjoy this movie.
1: That surprises me. That's not. Thought like it was gonna be top ten something. No. Maybe like top the twenty is pretty five. Strong. I feel like if you were honest, like it seems like it'd be like in t- it'd be like it'd be top fifty. No, I think once you really started thinking about it, really putting down, you'd struggle, bust to keep it in the top fifty.
0: Well, I mean, thinking about other movies that I've seen, I'd have to, again.
1: You're almost at two thousand, so you'd have to go through a lot. Jesus Christ, well, that I, would be so stupid. I'd be, I'd I mean, I already
0: do kind of have like a a list of on Letterbox. By the way, you all want to check that out, maybe.
1: Yeah, follow Lee at Letterbox at what Lee Paddock.
0: LPAD93
2: there
1: you go
0: so uh, yeah follow me too at Sterling Hammer you'll see a picture of me I have my little doggy with me
1: a little pupper That's his go to picture
0: um yeah I have a list of like what I consider to be like some of my favorite movies but they're not like ranked it's very random
1: by the way follow me at Sterling underscore 27 outletterbox. sorry about that shameless plug Shameless plugs Okay what all about
0: Well And this movie is on that list Well By the way
1: In your Okay If The hell This is an easier list To think about Where does this rank In your gangster movies Ooh It is a little easier My Now you've shown me This
0: Goodfellas
1: Goodfellas Those are the only two gangster movies You've shown me
0: So far yeah
1: And have I seen anything else have you ever seen The Departed? I feel like yeah, I've seen The Departed. Departed's a good movie. Like so I've it. seen those three. Those are the three gangster movies I've seen. I also yeah. saw the one with. Um, oh yeah, we saw Black
0: Mass, the movie oh, about yeah, uh, the movie with Johnny Depp where he played Whitey right, Bulger. It was like
1: I gotta stay awake. It was so hard to stay awake in that movie. The movie was boring. It was and disappointing. It just upsetting. It was disappointing. Like it was just very
0: like jumbled.
1: Yeah, and it was this very small time gangster, so nothing crazy, crazy, is happening. Just you know, just highlights of the worst moments of his life. Just a
0: terrible. So you're just guy. like, oh, okay. And just- then he got brutally murdered in prison. Good, he deserved it. Um, but yeah, ooh, ranking uh gangster movies. Well, Goodfellas is my favorite. Um, God, rest in peace, Paul Sorvino, passed away. Paid. He played uh Paulie. In Goodfellas. Yes,
1: that is, and if I could remember his name, it, but he played a character in um that one Amistad movie. What was it? Oh,
0: James Kahn. You think of James Khan who's in that? That's my boy.
1: No, uh, the guy who died. He was in the Halloween movie. Oh, Ray Liotta. Oh, that, that's who you were talking about. So many people have died recently. No, Polly. Like...
0: Talking about Paulie now. Okay, Jesus. But yes, R.I.P. Ray Liotta, too. God damn, it's so terrible. Life.
1: <laughs> They're taking everybody, bruh. Uh,
0: yeah, Goodfellas is still my favorite. Okay. Uh, but, so I've seen your favorite. But, honestly, oh,
2: my back. Jesus.
0: I definitely, 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 definitely enjoy this movie more than The Godfather. Which for some people might be a controversial thing to say. Um, so you
1: can't say number two, but you'd say top five.
0: Oh, it's definitely top five for me. I'd say because there's not
1: that like a huge plethora of gangster movies. I'm
0: trying to think, uh, yeah, Goodfellas would be number one. Casino. No, actually, I probably enjoyed Scarface more than Casino. Um. I'm gonna
1: have to say though real quick I agree with you, I like Goodfellas more than Scarface. But that's not th- what I that's not my opinion at all, Scarface. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, honestly,
0: maybe Scarface could be number two.
1: I like Departed more than Scarface.
0: Departed's a really great movie. Actually, yeah, it's another hard one to really rank it.
1: <laughs> I thought I meant Other it th- other than the
0: fact that Goodfellas reign supreme. Above all.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, you have a much more definite ranking of your... Uh mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the director you love? Martin. Oh. Who? Tarantino? Yeah, Tarantino. Yeah, of course. Well, you have an easier time ranking those movies. Yeah, of course. Um. Okay. What is your favorite part of this movie? Like, favorite I always, I, 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 know it's probably stupid that I sound like I always struggle over that question. Literally, eighty-six episodes in, but it's because I've never really thought of a good way to frame it. Because I, what I want to get across is, what I mean, what I mean is. You're like, oh, my, what, what's your favorite fucking part? Did you think like, oh, the cinematography was just like, I couldn't, like, that's my favorite thing. Oh, I love just Tony, or uh, Al Pacino's performance. performance. I fucking like the background characters. I don't give a fuck. What was your favorite, like, that's what I mean. It always your just sounds like, what's aspect. your favorite part? It just sounds stupid. And I've always tried to think of a, like a more elegant way to say it, but I'm, I'm a tad, ladies and gentlemen. Well, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of
0: listed a lot of the different, um probably yeah, the best elements. I love, C- I love Al Pacino's performance.
1: But what's your favorite? What's something that stands on top of this movie? I now like I know for a lot of movies this is hard to do, but I
0: feel like I feel like it has a really good script. I think it's a really well written movie, a consistent movie.
1: See, this is a question Lee can answer, because Lee's a cinephile, so Lee can break down a movie more than just characters. If you ask someone else that, they're just gonna name. Oh, my favorite was Al Pacino.
2: Yeah, my favorite part was about. Al Pacino. They're that's, just gonna think about the my characters, part.
1: or I like the music. But like, yeah. when but you say that, more. it's like, oh, I like the sound, like a uh, soundtrack. It's like you're not just meaning like, oh, the. The song they made paid 3 Six Mafia to make for this song, movie. Like, no, you mean like the moment, no, the moment oh. when he's stabbing his mom 15 times and it's like, Walali la, li wa la li, You were like, that's great. That's like, the score, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the script. Yeah,
0: I feel like it's a really well written script. It's got so many It's pretty clean
1: For two hours.
0: Almost three Does hours. Doesn't really
1: feel like.
0: You know, it goes by really fast.
1: That. And just, yeah, there doesn't really feel like where they're, like, I don't know, I can't think of where there could be some fat trimmed. No, this movie, even though it's long, it just, it moves
0: along it, at such a really it, good pace. Yeah,
1: and with the way he shoots films, his movies kind of have to be two hours at least. With Brian De Palma? Yeah, with the long uh, takes. Yeah, yeah. And all right. stuff, like, you can't just, you can't cut, the, you cut one scene, it's like, oh, I just cut 20 minutes. Yeah, pretty. And they're like, "Well, we we don't want you to cut that much." It's like, "Well, that's how much gets cut." I have four scenes in the movie. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to tell you. (laughs) Like, so it's harder for him to cut. That's probably what makes that harder too. It's harder to cut movies when you do like that because you don't just cut thirty second scenes of like Groot farting. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I can't. He's
0: a great director.
1: Now, if this movie was two and a half hours, I think it would have been a struggle bust. This was more than two and a half hours. This was almost a three hour long movie. Really?
0: Why, you didn't notice that? Wow, that's crazy. It was like two hours and 50 minutes.
1: I thought it was an hour and 50 minutes. No, what?
0: No, this was nearly three hours long. This movie went by faster than the fucking Batman. That movie was long.
1: Oh my god, it was two hours and 50 minutes. Sheesh. Mm Okay. By, the movie went by quick. Didn't Never it? mind. Yeah, I can't think of anything that could have been cut because it's just there's a lot of scenes that are long. But, but they're
0: necessary and they're interesting. And Tony's such like a uh, he's a dynamic character.
1: Now, if they had had more scenes without him, then it's like okay, cut those. But they didn't really have those. He was pretty much in every single every scene. scene. Yeah, he's a great protagonist. I can't really think of. Other than a couple, a couple like scenes with Manuel and Gina.
0: Yeah, and but those scenes are nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying like those are the only really scenes without. Especially when uh, Tony you know, Tony
0: slaps her. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, come on, man!
1: Come oh, on, man. what are you man. doing,
0: man?" And he takes
1: her home. She's like, "Oh," and that's when they start falling in love. So why
0: can't you find a really good guy? He's like, "Okay, what about you?"
1: See, that's when like. Once again, that's another one of my romance movies pops out of there. He, they do not stick around. When they go missing, that's because him and her already ran from Tony.
2: Because he
1: wasn't an idiot thinking he could just talk his way through Tony. He's like, no, Tony is and he convinces Gina. He will kill me. Yes. And then that's what happens, like oh.
0: another wholesome film.
1: No, it's the same film. It's the same motherfucking film. When she's getting her life back together, uh, the Tony's wife, wife yeah. in Iowa, yeah, who shows up on her fucking doorstep, Ma- Manuel Manolo? and Gina. Oh God! And they're like, "There's an assassin out there." Like, and like, and like, that's what the husband hears, and he's just like, "Or the rancher is like, I have a secret to tell you." And that's what he shows her his gun collection, and he's like, "I'm actually a. i am actually I used to be marine. in the military." Green Murray. Murray. He's like, I could get some friends here. We'll be ready for me. And like Tony had sent like men to go get him before he got killed and everything. Oh my god! And those men were like, let's go finish our mission for Tony. This this is too much. <laughs> wrap this up. I'm sorry, but like, I really want that movie now. Well, write this, write a script. Or I don't really want it.
0: Or
2: write your own
0: fan a bo- fiction. Yeah,
1: I wanted a book for Seems like it'd be a really good book. Insane. Well, this might be hard for you to answer, Lee. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. is your biggest <laughs> complaint for this film? Ooh.
0: Well, I feel like as much as I do, it, it's almost sort of a similar issue that I had with uh, There Will Be Blood and the main performance from Daniel Day-Lewis. As much as I, I love, love that, I love his performance and I love that character, there are some points where he kind of has me laughing because of how so like in, intense he is. or Yeah, how over the top he goes. And and it,
1: someone like that doesn't always fit into situations like, man, you're just ordering a sandwich and you're still Tony Montana.
0: Yes, so it's sort of a similar issue to that. Um, it doesn't really, really, it's not like something like, oh, this is No, oh, yeah, is bad. it's not
1: huge, but. But it's like, you know. If I'm asking you to find a complaint, that's where you you go find it. And sometimes
0: the music almost sort of borderline just sucks in this movie. The, I don't really, I don't really the think score. about
1: the score at all. It's either just like non-existent to me or just. I don't know, it just sounds like it, it was composed
0: out. on really just cheap synthesizers. I'm sure.
1: 1983. This movie didn't have a lot of trust anyway.
0: But I like all the songs that they're playing in like the the club.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The actual soundtrack is good.
0: And the the montage song,
1: Push it to the limit. <laughs> Did they make that song for this movie or
0: I don't know if it was specifically for this movie, but
1: it was pushed heavy on the movie. Like in the trailer and everything. Maybe. The commercials and stuff. I've never stuff. seen a
0: trailer for this movie.
1: Um, okay. But yeah, that's uh, well that's about it. Finally, after asking and all these rankings and everything, I can ask you, what's your rating for the film?
0: Well, well, man.
1: What's your rating, Mom?
2: Uh,
0: your fucking cockroach. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely do rank this movie pretty highly. I do quite enjoy it, love it, watched it quite a few times. Um, I can't say it's a absolutely perfect movie, of course. So I'm not going to give it a 10 out of 10, which is probably what you were thinking I was.
1: At... <laughs> first until I start talking about all those rankings and then I I'm probably going to be more okay with what you're going to really give it
0: I'm going to give it a nine out of ten
1: Now that's honestly higher than I thought I thought you're gonna give it an eight not because that's reflecting on me at all I just
2: yeah um,
1: no I, I think like I just feel like a nine would rank higher than that Overall scale, but I guess you've seen so many movies. Yes. That's same, that's same, the same. Thing, when you know. I really think about it. You know, you know we had just so we much We don't fun. have girlfriends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's basically what that means. People with girlfriends, unless they're making money off this. Or they not. get a girlfriend, then they do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's not us. Yeah, podcast. podcast. Um, well, finally, teased it a bunch of times. My think, thoughts on this movie. Now through listening to this podcast you could probably tell like when I hate a Lee movie it's pretty self-evident from the beginning. I'll start shit talking it almost from the get-go. Yes. Um and as you can tell I did not shit talk this movie at all. No. I will say it was surprisingly tame to me. Like, it's obviously, like, intense, it's a gangster movie, all these things, but I thought I was really going to hate it. I don't know why. Did you want to hate it? No, but, like, I don't like, like, I thought it was going to be more along the lines of, like, Goodfellas or, like, Casino and all those things where it's just, like, there's just, like, murders and murders and murders and real upfront bashing their faces and you're just like Jesus man I can hear the noises like this is just like shoot them! I mean the, um, one the chainsaw scene like I said the chainsaw scene it was, it was like first time watching Exorcist I was like uh, that, that's kind of the feel I got from this movie was like uh, like the first time I watched Exorcist the first time I watched the, the Dirty Harry these movies that I had built up I thought in you my, liked
0: Dirty Harry though. I
1: know yes but like in my mind, I had built them up as these movies I'll never watch, because they're so terrible in whatever. My mind so then I finally the watch them, and I'll like like them, but I'm also kind of like. Well, you don't like The Exorcist. No, but like I'll either yeah like I mean it's either the, it's like in two piles. You got Exorcist, you got RoboCop. It's like I've wa- I have these movies I never watched, and then I finally watch them, and I'm just kind of like, oh, that's what I was avoiding. Halloween. I'm like, oh, that's what I was avoiding. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. Or it's like this where I'm like, oh, I don't love it, but it's a pleasant surprise. Like I didn't love Dirty Harry, but no, I didn't yeah. like it. I thought it was interesting, and like this, I, I I don't hate it. I could say I like Scarface. I'm not gonna be one of these people. That I think I don't think it's the greatest movie on film. No, it's not. Um, I don't. I don't think it's the greatest gangster movie I've seen yet. Um, Okay. I just thought it was really weird how many non-Cubans there were. Kind of really sticks out to me, especially nowadays. Climate and whatever. woke culture.
0: Yeah, the actor who played Manolo was like the only real uh, Cuban actor. And he has the the whitest sounding name. Yeah, and he just disappears from the
1: movie for like giant chunks of it.
0: For a little bit, yeah.
1: It's like he, he's not really the, se- like, secondhand man. And they never really addressed that. Like, he never, he's not really Tony's partner. No. He's Tony's driver. <laughs> he's but, paid know, he, very well.
0: But he thinks he's a partner. Yeah, kind of. Because
1: he does do some deals, obviously. Because you got to do some delegating, but whatever. Um. So I'm going to have to give this. It's definitely not an... Mm, Territory, So it's not a five. I can't say I really liked it, so I'm not going to give it an eight. I
0: think I know what it's going to be. I think you're just going to flip my nine right upside down. Make that into a different number.
1: It just doesn't feel like a full six. Month ago, it's a six, but we close to a seven. Oh, okay. I mean, like, we close to a seven, <laughs> but I just, I'm kind of left after watching it just feeling more like exhausted. Not exhausted, just kind of like, okay, I watched it. I'm not going to really think about it, but I didn't hate it. And I did enjoy Tony Montana. Okay. And all the one-liners, man. I'll probably be saying "man" from now on. Man. Man. What you doing, man? What you doing, man? Hey, fool. What you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> fool, man. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Um. So yeah, I I yeah I I feel good with that six, but close, real close seven. All right. Um. And with that, uh, this podcast is a little longer than we've had in a while. 're back on we're doing we're back to what we did in the beginning of this podcast probably the first probably the first 50 episodes of this podcast we would watch the movie and then record then record and then you know I got full-time Lee starts getting more hours more full-time it's just it started getting way harder so that around after 50 that's when we, st- we we kept doing it a little bit I think but that's when we started doing like a watch the movie maybe up sometimes up to like Two (laughs) weeks, like recently, where we then record, which I don't like doing that at all. Um, I'm glad we're back at this because it was I was actually able to have thoughts that are fresh and my feelings were fresh for this movie. I didn't have to like recall them. Yep. Uh, But yeah, so we're back on that, back on that life. You know how it is. Um, and after seeing Back this, now Lee, like, I was like so prepared, like, oh, God, I got to retaliate against Lee Lee showing me Scarface because Lee was showing me Scarface retaliation for Mirror Mirror because he was so fluff. And he's just like, all right, I got to show Sterling. And it took so long to get the recording to work. So he's like, oh, I got to show Sterling something to traumatize him. Luckily enough, that wasn't, well, that wasn't really my goal. I don't know. I felt like maybe if it wasn't, it wasn't your goal. But it wouldn't have been an unhappy side effect.
0: I mean, like, oh.
1: Still looks very (laughs) upset for this. You didn't Ah. react to Eraserhead, but... Scarface, Scarface, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't react to either. That's the thing. Like, you're making me dead to these movies. Not dead, but, like, used to them. So they don't affect me as much. Now, I'm sure there is a treasure trove of things that I haven't watched yet that you could show me. Especially during Halloween times. Like Halloween is always the worst time for me in these podcasts. Mm. Cuz that's when the like that's when I'm like oh fuck. Cuz he has a if he follows like wants to be super Halloweeny, like I'm at least guaranteed two. Yes. For two for October. Yes. And then I'm also running the risk of like maybe we get a couple maybe one or two early ones before mm-hmm. and I also could get the potential usually like one late one. Lee doesn't like to go too like, I'm not seeing like Halloween or Christmas Halloween movies, but I have seen a Halloween movie during like November. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, this time is dangerous for me. Now, Lee, that's the thing for me. Lee Lee's not like during Valentine's Day, like, oh, no, that this is the time when Lee Sterling's going to show me fluff. Like, it's just <laughs> it's <laughs> romance and fluff all the time. Sorry, <laughs> I don't really got much difference. No, Did you imagine movies. see it? Did you ever think you'd see so much romance? All the different romance movies you've seen now. No, all these movies you were just like, you didn't like not see them because of me. Like where you're like, oh, they're gonna scar me. No. It was just like, it's because I'm it's like, why? Why
0: would <laughs> I waste my time with these? It
1: is funny, Cedric. I don't know. Just sometimes I think about that. It's just funny that I'm making you, because the movies you're making me watch are like critically acclaimed well acted like they're like you don't like that movie like their movies people would say like you don't like that movie or you haven't seen that movie but my movies it's like oh yeah only romance fans like like well it's like i I don't know and i work with a lot of people that like love romance and like i'm like i'm like oh these are the kind of people that like you could say romance movies and they're like i love that movie i'm like oh well they're definitely a cinephile but (laughs) no um not so yes, with that in th- mind, I was, I was leaning towards GI Jane. I really wanted to show it to him. GI Jane. But I
2: it's not
1: because happening. of um, what's her face, the actress? Michelle Pfeiffer. Sorry, I'm just terrible names. Michelle Pfeiffer being in this, I had the br- like just it sparked in my head while I was watching the beginning, like. Okay, and I knew Lee hadn't seen it. I'm going to show him Greece 2. Now sadly, I didn't know Lee hadn't seen Greece. Now, I wanted to show I I I kind of wanted to show him Greece before Greece 2, but really doesn't matter with those two. So I'm going to be showing Lee and we're going to be watching next week and talking about Greece 2. Um, it's a movie probably Sandy. Nope. I know it's not that one. Yep, there's no one named Sandy in this. Now, <laughs> Uh, well the the good thing is though Lee does have a ba- a pretty strong base knowledge of Greece because he did act in the play form of Greece which I saw him live in he was great oh. Oh. um <laughs> and it was pretty like just like obviously you're not gonna do everything that was in the movie but it was pretty just the same story so yeah. you're gonna know like you know the characters you're gonna know the names like there's a couple references. Just that you just kind of have to know a little bit, but you'll be fine. it's fucking grease um so yes yeah, so I'll be showing we'll be watch, watch that get ready for it unless you want to be spoiled um, we hope you enjoyed the podcast please rate review, and share the podcast. It's the easiest way and one of the most helpful ways to help us uh the more ratings we get, the helpful more comments ways they're to seeing. Help us. The more interactions are seen with the podcast, the algorithm goes, oh, well, let's promote that one to the front page. And, yeah, please let us know down in the comments any movies you think Lee or I would like to watch. Let us know in the comment which uh, who you think would like that movie. Um, and please follow us on Instagram, it's not the worst movie ever pod. There you'll also find our personals linked, Lee Paddock or Paddock Lee. My name's spelled stupid. I'll be changing that soon. But, you know, it's linked there. You don't really need to know how it's spelled. Follow us there. Through my personal Instagram, you'll find my dog's TikTok, my TikTok, some other stuff. Follow all that stupid shit. Follow us on our letterboxes. All those things will start being tagged in our post on our Instagram so you can follow all that shit easily and well. Um, ben, we hope you have a great week. We hope you had a fun time listening to the episode, and we hope you look forward to the next movie.
0: Who put this thing together? Huh? I
1: don't know, man, but you know, man.